soon. Yeah, man. Is that big in the uh, in the army? Oh yeah, that came out when I was in Qatar. Oh really? I think wow. I think it did. Wasn't that 09? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember like everybody was listening to it. And, uh, what's that Toes song? I vaguely remember that one. Uh, I'm a little off. It's like I got my uh, toes in the water, ass in the sand. I was a big Grateful Dead guy in those years. Fish. Yeah. Jam bands, Umphreys. So, you know, I was off in that world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to Kid Rock concerts in Qatar. I was... uh. Yeah. Wearing no shoes and dancing on acid. It was good times. Good times. Better than mine. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I'm not familiar with uh, too much of that scene, I guess. Yeah. yeah, country music is just very... It was really big in the military. It's very patriotic. It's good, uh, you know. It had a huge resurgence there for a while. Now I can't really tell. I feel like you're either... Driving a truck and listening to country, or um, driving your Tesla and listening to uh, Lizzo, right? Is that kind of? <laughs> it's kind of those two worlds. Uh, you're listening to NPR. <laughs> yeah, NPR for sure. <laughs> this is very true. You want to hear them talk about how great you are for having an electric car? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I don't know. No electric car for me, Mike. I'm in the market these days, and it's no market at all. I don't know if you're familiar. Really? <laughs> oh, it's the worst time to buy a car ever. They said prices might be going down. I'm uh-huh. hoping they will. Well, I think nobody bought a car recently because nobody has money, and so maybe... Oh, and they, the interest uh, rate is insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, it's terrible times uh, financially, I guess, for everybody, but... You know, got to get a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do, you know? You notice the used cars are like the same price as the uh, new ones. It's really bizarre. That's really what's, yeah. Yeah, like my van is pretty much what it's what it was worth last year when I bought it. Makes me think there's something not right with the new cars. Like, is there better tech going on in these older cars? No like, chips. No chips? Mike, I thought we signed the Chips Act. We can start making chips over here. Yeah, you know why uh, they don't really want to tout it? <laughs> what? It's gonna really—it's gonna take like ten years before we actually start increasing chip production in America. That's cool. That should time out right when the student loans kick in, right? The forgiveness—that's that's good. <laughs> Everybody should really enjoy that time. Ten years from now will be real good, real good for all of us. No, dude, they rolled that shit out as soon as they could. They were trying so hard to get it out before the election, and they finally got the applications out. Oh, dude, did we we didn't roll the student loans clip yet, did we? No. No. No, we didn't. Okay, yeah, I, I did this one just for you, Mike. Oh, I love it. Uh, Yeah, you'll feel the breeze. Good morning, America. Now to the official launch of the student <laughs> loan forgiveness on. website. Application... <laughs> You, this is your favorite guy, Mike, right here. <laughs> here comes the vortex coming through that gap. Now to the official launch of the student loan forgiveness website. Applications can now be filed for the program that could bring relief to as many as 43 million borrowers. Let's go back to our chief you got White that House one? What was that word? You sure, you sure about that, Michael? <laughs> Somebody got fired for that one. <laughs> Who the fuck put borrowers on the fucking teleprompter? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I told you people, no three-syllable words. What are you doing? <laughs> Michael, I couldn't be prouder of you, though. You handle that like a guy who knows Super Bowl pressure, you know? <laughs> it's great, great, great play. Oh, man. He did it better than Joe Biden could ever attempt to, honestly. There's yeah, no- where's Joe Biden's team? Take note. <laughs> At least <laughs> if this guy studied Michael Strahan tapes. No, no, not his football. <laughs> Reading the teleprompter. He handled borrowers like a champ. 
I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> He's an inspiration to us all. <laughs> you thought about running for Congress? <laughs> I mean, with a brain like that. Can you imagine him and his running mate, Peyton Manning? This is a genius duo. <laughs> Is it that like in two years if Peyton Manning makes it to Congress, he might be the third most brain dead? <laughs> CTE has got nothing on Fetterman. Nothing. <laughs> oh my god. That's insane. I try not to rip on the guy too much, dude, but Fetterman, man, the, the videos just keep come like pouring out it's there. Terrible. He's and now his wife is out there, like, talking about how you're an ableist. <laughs> I'm telling you, <sighs> they brought the ableist word into our world, into the zeitgeist, because they needed to have something to call other people out on when they trot out these retards to run for office. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> They're going to have a photo. They're going to have to take the photo of their 50 senators, you know. There's going to be 56 people in the photo. Six helpers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in the school photo. You get the helper next to the retarded kid. There's there six of their senators. There was this really fantastic skit on um, one of my favorite all-time sketch shows, In Living Color. And it was um, starring Damon Wayans, and he was Handyman. And Handyman was a handicapped superhero that would show up <laughs> to save people, and they like, you know, they wouldn't like need, they, you know, they needed like a superhero, not like Handyman, you know. And it was very fucking funny. There were so many scenarios that you could probably even just run through in your head right now. Uh, Absolutely, that would just be over the top hilarious, and also. Nowadays, completely, it would never make the air, and if it did, it would end their uh, all of their careers. That's, dude, that's why In Living Color got taken off. Yes, oh absolutely, dude, absolutely. But uh, you know, in, in all reality, uh, that is funny. That's why they're not there, but, and uh, SNL is. And I have to say this though, when you trot out. Dementia Joe and Neck Thing, uh, Fetterman, uh, <laughs> you're, you're reminding me a little bit of Handyman. Like, I, I don't want to vote for Handyman. I don't want a Handyman to come and save my life, you know what I mean? It, you're kind of, you've made yourselves, um, what would be a, probably a very hilarious SNL sketch, but they, uh, skip, uh, what was it, skit? But they refuse to do anything that makes fun of the Democrats, unfortunately. That's what's unbelievable, Yeah. Imagine what they could piece together with these two clowns, just them alone, but I mean... Like, if you were honest about it? And look, I'll go with you on both sides. Imagine the hilarity of a skit with Fetterman, Herschel Walker, and Joe Biden. Oh, I know. I've said it before, dude. I, I Herschel Walker shouldn't be allowed to run either. <laughs> yeah, both I of know. these guys. <laughs> they have. That's what I'm saying. Like, it goes both ways. We have brain-damaged people running on both sides. America, we have a serious problem here. <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> Our best hundred. But, but don't worry, Mike. We're going to have another retard tell us how it's great, and uh, we're all going to get our student loans returned to us. <laughs> good morning again, Cecilia. Hey, Michael, good morning again. Talking yeah, about so many retards, I forgot about Michael Strahan. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's feel good about ourselves again and have uh, Michael say borrowers. Chief White House Correspondent Cecilia Vega <laughs> with more. That could bring relief. Applications can now be filed for the program that could bring relief to as many as 43 million borrowers. Let's go back to Chief <laughs> White House Correspondent Cecilia you Vega got it. with more. That's a win in my again, Cecilia. Uh, I'm proud of him. Hey, Michael, good morning again. Yeah, this is expected to erase student debt for some 20 million Americans. Let me show you how this is supposed to work. You're supposed to go to studentaid.gov. That's the new website starting now through the end of 2023. Borrowers will submit first and last names, social security numbers, dates of birth, phone numbers, email, and income based on your 2020 or 2021 taxes. This does not require income verification at this stage, but you'll then check this box attesting that you meet the income qualification 
applications. That will be matched against Department of Education records. Some folks may then be asked for more income verification. So who's eligible? You know this. We've been talking about this. The move forgives up to $10,000 for people earning less than $125,000 a year, $250,000 for a couple, and it forgives up to $20,000 for low-income borrowers who received Pell Grants. Now, estimates vary on how much all of this is going to cost, but all of these estimates say that this is likely going to run in the hundreds of billions of dollars. And guys, the lawsuits from challengers and opponents, they've already been filed on this one. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I don't think they're going to pass. I don't think this is going to happen. Dude, the cost hasn't even been calculated. Just hundreds of billions of dollars. Eh, we'll we'll, we'll find the money. (laughs) Come on. You'll find it in Ukraine, no doubt. Uh, They... This is never going to go through. This was just to buy a few extra thousand votes, I presume. Um, And on top of all of that, they're probably going to announce right after the midterms, uh, yeah, actually, we can't finance this. This isn't going to happen. Sorry. (laughs) Thanks for your vote. Come back next year. Remember that pipe dream? It was a pipe dream. Actually, it was a crack pipe dream. It was from Hunter. (laughs) Hunter Biden's crack pipe. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that shit's not happening. Uh, big fan of that story. I love Michael Strahan's intro into it. I could listen to that part all day long. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> I really, I find it funny. Look, we are in this place now, media-wise, where it's completely. Um, composed of people who have really no business in being on television. Uh. They have no previous, like, uh, who was I talking about this recently? We used to have, like, Robert, or, uh, yeah, Cronkite, and, like, uh, you remember, like, the news guys of the past? And yeah. even, and I, <clears throat> I don't care for the dude too much, but, like, even Brian Williams... You know, he's he was kind of like a one of those last kind of old news guys. I don't know, it's hard to explain, but we just like now information is passed to people through the likes of like Michael Strahan. And like <laughs> Oh yeah, well. I I just I it has descended towards this point where there's nobody that's like educated in the field of journalism anymore that's in TV or anything. Like it's just and even no, but the ones that are, they're worse than Michael Strahan. Oh, the, you dude, know? I was checking out the Sunday shows this weekend, and they were just, man, the people they have on there are just these creatures. And they're all political shills. And so you... Yeah, you, with the fake smiles and the... You have these political CIA people, and then you have these morons. Literally, and they bring them out, and they are the morons that they bring out to be the moron for you to relate to. Yeah, to tell you how to feel, and also you need to think. Yeah, and you need the moron out there to not critically think themselves or have any kind of rational moment of thought. Yeah. So I I I don't know. It's funny to me that you're gonna have uh, you're gonna break the news about student loans to the people to to by the way the people who aren't working because this is Good Morning America on a fucking Tuesday. Okay, so nobody's. None of these assholes are working. These are unemployed people, and you're going to break the news of them that they're about to get a check cut from the government or whatever that we're all going to pay for hundreds of billions of dollars worth. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. And you know they're going to break the news with Michael Strahan. This is wonderful. It's just so weird. It's crazy that you guys aren't even calculating how much it's going to cost. How can you calculate that when we're giving... Almost a trillion dollars to Ukraine. <laughs> no, I don't think we gave a trillion yet. I think we're at like a, like eighty billion. Sorry, billion. almost a hundred billion. Um, it's nothing, Frank. You you are right. That is you know save democracy. Well, Mike, there. How could I put a price on freedom and democracy? You are correct, sir. I you know especially in the Eastern Donbass. Especially in Eastern Donbass. Yes, I've been well informed that uh, this is very important. It's crucial. 
You know, it's funny. I'm often sitting here and I think about the grungy from my underwear and how I need some freedom in my dumb ass. Uh, you know, just <laughs> slightly south, south dumb ass. My southeastern region. <laughs> my southern Donbass region yeah. is quite swampy. It's a little swamped. <laughs> it's a little crowded. Need a little freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Donbass. Isn't that unbelievable, man? I, I can't believe how the, the opinions people have on this Ukraine war. And like, dude, Putin's not going to give up. And you cannot have your cake and eat it, too. So we're going to keep sending him arms and shit, but eventually he's going to ramp it up. And then, I mean, eventually we're going to have to decide, do we want to send our troops there? And everybody you talk to says no. Mm. Okay, so then we, we shouldn't even be involved at all. Well, right? Like, yeah, we should be scared for our lives now because of the kamikaze! Did you see the kamikaze drones? Did you say kamikaze? Kamikaze drones made from, uh, or that came from Iran. So you have Russians shooting a Japanese-named drone from Iran. We live in the greatest time ever. We're yeah. <laughs> the word kamikaze is in the lexicon. We're rocking kamikaze, baby. Kamikaze drones. Somebody out, go get me my kimono, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing Japanese words. I love it. You know, there's a lot of dead Japanese pilots that are like, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> Wait, you could just fly that with a computer? <laughs> you, guys, you guys said we couldn't do that. <laughs> Kamikaze! I'm so happy this word is, is back, baby. This is great. We live in wonderful times, man. <laughs> oh, it's nuclear kamikazes. Nuclear kamikaze, dude. Uh, history repeats itself, right? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking what 1940s, late 30s. Is that when they were doing the kamikaze missions? Yeah, that's how they they attacked uh, the Pearl Harbor, right? Right. They like didn't even have enough fuel to get back, right? For anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, I hope you're wearing your diaper. You're about to piss yourself because uh, we are in the world, the future of the future is now, Mike. We are living in the world of kamikaze drones. <laughs> Can't wait. But we do begin tonight with Russia's new reign of terror, unleashing those reign kamikaze drones, kamikaze. including right in the capital of Kiev. At least four civilians are dead tonight. Wait, four? That's Exclusive? it? Kamikaze drones, dude? You only killed four? Am I the only one who sees the Terminator driving this, like, crazy this is... huge plane down? No. I, you know? See, this is why you gotta have the person in the plane. Because if you're sacrificing <laughs> your life, you're gonna knock out more than four. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're just sitting there in some bunker playing a video game, you'll waste a drone or two. Who cares? Oh, I see where my head is, and I'm an idiot, is because I was thinking the plane is going, and it's like, I don't think so, Fred. And then you're like, no, go. And it's like, no, I don't think so. And then it, like, steers itself away. Oh, I was thinking more of, like, the kids eating Cheetos, fingers are slipping. Oh! Just, you know, ah, that building looks good. I'll put it here. You know, it doesn't even really care. Yeah, you're right. The... So, but if your life is on the line, like, hey, I'm, I'm giving my life for this. I'm going to hit, I'm taking a couple people out, you know? So our drones, they're not like Jarvis and Iron Man. They don't, like, talk to you or anything like that? We don't have any of that going on with our drones? No, not yet. That's too uh, expensive. See, I'm living in a fantasy land over here. It's on. They're, they're more like, a, you know, like a, just a plane that you drive with a joystick from the ground. <laughs> wow. Just an RC plane. That makes Obama so much more disgusting and <clears throat> twisted. You know, he's just like, yeah, 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 just push those buttons there, and uh, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Oh, no, he ordered, like, you know, 20-year-old kids to sit in these, <laughs> oh, God. In these hot boxes, these little, like, containers out in the middle of the desert to control these drones. Ah, uh, we are the Empire in Star Wars. That's horrifying. We're the worst. It's unbelievable. I would argue that there will always be an empire. I agree. And I'd rather it be us. I was going to follow it up with, I'm glad I'm on the side of the empire, actually, because yeah, uh, yeah, right, right, yeah. the food is plentiful. And uh, for now, I guess. Right? <laughs> Unless Joe Biden gets another four years. It was years very pleasant being on the Death Star until they blew it up. <laughs> or until you know? <laughs> they should do a new Star Wars where the Death Star goes woke and just explodes from internally, you know, like from inside. <laughs> Just blow themselves up. 
all their woke policies just just see bombs going off left and right. It woked itself. It woked itself, Mike. That's what happened. That's what's going on here, dude. Well, oh man. Speaking of kamikaze missions, that's what wokeism is. Wokeism <laughs> literally is a kamikaze mission on ourselves. We we like <laughs> destroyed our own culture. I'm serious. And it's spread around the world, but wokeism, and by the way, woke is now a word in the dictionary. Please look it up. Webster's oh, yeah, debuted it. Uh, and I am, I encourage everyone to check out the definition. It's fantastic. It's exactly what you imagined it to be. Uh, it actually says woke. Uh, one, go broke. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's not what it says. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> How to go woke. Step one, take money, throw in trash. <laughs> uh yes woke is uh the new broke i believe right yeah uh it, according oh, man, to that's crazy uh, kamikaze drones yeah but i just do want to throw this i want to give this uh woke is uh defined as aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues especially issues of racial and social justice Okay. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of... <laughs> I would argue that nobody would agree with that because I'm aware of it. I just don't care, which means you would say I'm anti-woke. Did you, did you not read right? this news about the woke? The woke word? What's that? Woke. It's in the dictionary. It's unbelievable. Well, it was always in the dictionary. No, but the new woke. The new woke, yeah. The okay, they, they, yeah. It's a new definition. This is beautiful, <clears throat> man. We're living in 1984 in real time, man. Yeah, that's kind of weird. They are changing a lot of words in real time. Words, definitions, everything. Wonder years, you name it, dude. They're changing all of it. It's unbelievable. Hmm. All right, kamikaze, here we go. I hope you're ready. Putting <laughs> a pregnant woman and her husband. And early wait, wait, I'm going to start it right from the back, uh, from the beginning here, because it's just so scary, and I want everyone to make sure you got your diapers on. This is frightening. But we do begin tonight with Russia's new reign of terror, unleashing those kamikaze drones across Ukraine, including right in the capital of Kiev. At least four civilians are dead tonight, including a pregnant woman and her husband. An early morning attack, residents in Kiev going to work or school, suddenly scrambling for cover. Police could be seen shooting into the air right here to try to take the drones down. Moments later, you can see the drone exploding nearby in the video. The blasts and the gunfire sending people running in fear. Emergency workers running toward an apartment building that was struck to try to find survivors. They found the bodies of that husband and wife. And tonight we also have news of a Russian warplane crashing just inside Russia near the Ukrainian oh, border. Images circulating online showing the <laughs> Russian military fighter jet right there at the top right crashing into a residential area. The pilots ejecting at least six people killed on the ground. And tonight, inside Ukraine, of course, what? the question, will these kamikaze <laughs> drone attacks continue? The ejecting pilots <laughs> killed more people than a crash plane you know, than the, the kamikaze drones in Kiev? <laughs> Your numbers aren't adding up. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. And, and I'm sorry to think that you guys are counting that pregnant lady as two kills. So, really... <laughs> all right. More people died in the in the uh, rally shooting in North Carolina the other day. It's unbelievable. <laughs> More people died on Tuesday in Chicago. Do you guys see the numbers from Labor Day? It's like it's zero kamikazes. <laughs> zero, dude. Oh wait, is kamikaze a name of one of the gangs? There might have been a couple of kamikazes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> That's the gang out of Chinatown. Kamikaze has to be top three most fun word to ever say. I can't believe we're back to comic. <laughs> this is amazing. I hope they, we gotta get more kamikaze. This is so great. It's such a fun word. Kamikaze. They really are running out of things to say, huh? D- dude, monkey pox didn't fly. They gotta go kamikaze. This is incredible. They're like really trying to amp this up, but they they just they can't <laughs> come up. You know. Dude, you're right. nailed down something that really. I feel like also. I mean, how many times did they say nuclear <laughs> for like three weeks? Just nuclear, nuclear, and it didn't work. No, it's... What's what was the last thing that hit America? <laughs> Kamikazes. Yes, thank you. That's what, did you hear? <laughs> terrifying, <laughs> terrifying images. Of kamikaze drones. <laughs> Everybody, be frightened for your lives. <laughs> Like kamikaze. We're supposed to bust out the Enola Gay here? Like, what, what's going on? I just, like, you know what's coming is the kamikaze nuke drones. They're just around the corner. I can't wait. It's like, you, dude, they can't find anything to scare people anymore. I think they, they, uh, they blew their load. Yeah. They sold it to the people they're going to sell it to. And the rest of us are not having it. Oh, I, I just, man. I don't care this much about Eastern Donbass or Crimea. <laughs> It's not, Let him have it. it's not only that, dude. You said all over the news, kamikaze drones, and I all I saw was kamikaze! Yeah! <laughs> I love that word. That's all I thought. And then also today, I read the news article about the uh, 80% death kill new COVID they created, and I looked at it and laughed, and I said, bring it on. Just do it. Just do me yeah. now. Just finish it off. I'm tired of this whole clown show. Jeez, just do the, it. The way traffic's going. That's what I'm saying. It. If you're going to wipe out 80% of us, just go for it, baby. As a matter of fact, can we just get a kamikaze <laughs> Omicron? That's right. <laughs> I would just... You guys are using, you know... <laughs> the kamikaze Omicron. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's the kamikaze variant. <laughs> She's going to dive right into you. Let's get our kamikaze on. Kamikaze! <laughs> I can't believe they brought drones. back kamikaze. Dude. It's incredible. Dude, you're right, because they literally brought back nuclear forever, and then they literally, everything, now they're bringing everything. back the Japanese word. Like, it's just didn't invoke this World War II. It's all Japan. World War II shit, and exactly. You the- know, Hitler, <laughs> now we got kamikazes, we got nuclear bombs, we got... Man, I, I'm telling you, the nuke thing—the fact that the nuke thing fizzled—is mind blowing. The, the nuke scare went out like monkeypox. It was pretty crazy. It was just gone, and now they're just like the kamikaze <laughs> he, he, I drones, mean, dude. It's crazy <laughs> just to think that he wouldn't use it, though. I mean, we are. This is essentially now a war between us and Russia. So, yeah. I don't, I don't no, no, no. Uh, actually, well, the all jokes and fun aside with the word kamikaze, uh, we're, uh, <laughs> that's my last one. Um, it's really insulting to the kamikazes, you know? Because these, these drones, they only killed four people. They're not even Japanese, don't right? Matter. Not even Japanese. Is there, an Iranian, is there an Iranian word for uh, kamikaze? But also, uh, what is kind of Weird is they're really stressing the Iranian connection. It seems like they really want to rope Iran into this kind of new axis of evil and do up a little bit of a world war kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you have kamikaze drones made by you know Iran working for Russia. We're looking at a little world war action here. I think. I mean, they're really pushing for it. It seems they're really uh, pushing for it. Really feels yeah. like that, yeah. So, uh, all fun aside, with my favorite word of the year, word of the year for 2020 in my book, uh, kamikaze. <laughs> Never expected. Great drink. It. We'll finish this off here. This uh, this will kind of further my belief that they're really just trying to push that world war narrative, and I don't think people are into it. From Iran to help Russia. ABC's Brick Clinic leading us off tonight from Kiev. I didn't think it would be right on the nose right there, but yeah. It's like <laughs> from Iran to help Russia. 
<laughs> but there's a little more here. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tonight, bomb. Russia's deadly campaign <gasps> of terror. terror. Kamikaze drones Kamikaze. raining down on Kiev. <laughs> The capital coming under attack during the morning rush for the second time in a week. Ukraine claiming Russia launched at least 43 Iranian-made drones packed with explosives across the country. Yeah, that sounds frightening, right? Yeah, it's terrible. That's all I got. And now you got Iran and China helping fucking Russia. That's your a world new, war. That's your axis of evil and, you know... This is good. This is good for the narrative. This is good for media, the, you know, industrial uh, military complex. This is good stuff for them. They're going to make some buco bucks. We get to test out all our new cool laser weapons from space, right? No, I don't think we're going to test those out. I'm excited. I think this will be good time. Can't expose those yet. <laughs> World War Three, yay or nay, say you, Mike. I'm going to give it a possible Kanye. A possible Kanye. Uh, you know? I mean, Shocked I you didn't he's... go with a ye, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see if it had. Uh... I say nay, sir. Not profitable. Not profitable. What do you think? I don't know. I know. I think China's about to go into Taiwan because that Xi just made a fucking speech about how they need to unify Oof. China. And he definitely just won in like a landslide election, totally legitimately. Let me my yeah. remind all. <laughs> <laughs> Most legitimate election ever. Uh, yeah, Xi is in again. He just, he's, what, 10 years? I think he's been there. Forever. Yeah, now he's going to be there for forever. Ah, it's good stuff. So, um, yeah, he's there for life. <laughs> well, I'm happy Kamikaze's back in our world. Uh, do you foresee any future drone warfare was kind of where I wanted to head down the road. I've seen a lot of video from China. I don't know if anyone else has seen this, where they have these drone dogs as well as the flying drones that we're all familiar with. Yeah, uh, the, like the helicopter drops off the dog. Yeah, and you see these drones yeah. as well. Um, the flying ones, they're filming uh, live at on like Monday Night Football, stuff like that. Uh, and then the dog ones, they're incredible um, at maneuvering. And anyways... Their drones there have guns on them. Uh, have you seen these? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. They they have drones with guns. Yeah, but they're being operated by people. Yeah, I realize that, but, sh you know. I think uh, the dog, you know, you've seen the dog roaming the streets in China. Have you seen these images coming out? Yeah. To enforce, yeah. like, the lockdowns and stuff. That is... Some creepy shit. I mean, that's Terminator 2 stuff. That's the beginning. How close are we, right, to these robots controlling our lives, man? It's crazy. I mean, they might already be doing it, and we don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm, I'm starting to think that. And to go back to the Twitter algorithm thing and the fact that it's all bots... You know, we're pretty close to not only the 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 AI controlling our social thought patterns and our groupthink, but we've now created physical technology to where it could manifest itself onto the streets, strap a couple uh, rifles to its back, and can keep us in our homes. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> a little scary, a little frightening. Where are you going, Frank? <laughs> yes. And let me remind people, I brought this up last time when we, uh, when World War III and shit like that came out, but when it comes to self-defense, take a look around, people. When it, Physically speaking, America, I don't think we uh, stand to, you know, <laughs> stand a Dude, chance that was, here. <laughs> that, that was like my first thought during COVID, because like every, everything was smart. Everybody was buying these smart shit, you know? And like if you yeah. wanted a fridge, we went to go get a fridge. 
If you wanted one that was like basic with nothing, they had they had them in stock. But if you wanted the smart fridge, oh yeah, you know. And then like you saw what was going on in China and everything, and all I could think is like, holy shit! Like you were only allowed to go to the store. That's right. Like, what if you're like, no, I need to go to the store. I need milk, and they're like, no, Frank, you have half a gallon. Oh yeah, because they, the, you know what I mean. The fridge is tracking what's in there. It's Don't tell me the government can't get into that eventually. You Absolutely, know? they can. They're watching you the whole time, and not only that. And I hope the government knows this. If they're watching me at my fridge, I like to shirt cock at night when I go get my glass of water. <laughs> That's right. I'm shirt cocking every time. So if you're watching like wearing, me at my like fridge, wearing a t-shirt but no pants. Yeah, shirt cocking for everyone who's unfamiliar is where. Uh, <laughs> You wear a t-shirt, but nothing else. <laughs> it's called shirt cocking. What's the point of that? The point is, I'm a man, and this is my house, and I'm walking around. <laughs> what, was, what was the point shirt of cocking. the t-shirt? <laughs> it's about, uh, you know, inst- instilling your dominance in, in the area of the home. I like my cats to see, you know, what's going on there, you know, just once in a while. Yeah, but the t-shirt is doesn't make sense. That might be a little chilly. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Okay. Put on a shirt. All right, makes sense. <laughs> In case you drop some mustard on it on your uh, midnight hot dog. That's right. I don't want it falling on. <laughs> I want it dribbling down right on the shirt. Exactly. It's you know, easier to take off the shirt than wash your belly. You know. I think maybe the concept, too, is because uh, I have some open windows. If a neighbor happens to be outside and they catch me in through the window, it's just a guy. You know, they see the shirt. They're, you know, you can't really focus that quickly to see if they're uh, shirt cocking or not. I you think know. you notice the cock. <laughs> <laughs> I think it takes that long to focus. why I, I uh encourage everyone to do a little shirt cocking once in a while you know <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to end up on certain lists right? <laughs> yeah don't do it during the day you get in trouble you end up on a list for life <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's insane it's the truth. Shirkocking, dude. Yeah. Winnie Pooh was the ultimate shirkock. Who? Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. He was. He was the ultimate shirtcocker. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny and good tie-in. And for to him, G. it made sense because you know he's always eating that honey, spilling it all over. He just ripped that shirt off, put a new one on. Wow, yeah. good call. Yeah. Yeah. Now you always wear the shirt to catch the food spillage. I feel like that's a general rule. Absolutely. Yeah, you, yeah. So, shirt cocking, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I encourage it. <laughs> big supporter, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Joe Biden's a big fan of? Who's that, Mike? Hunter Biden, his uh, son, the smartest man he ever knew. Yeah, and why is that? Uh, tell me you got the clip of him on Tapper. Do you, uh, do I have that? I... <laughs> I've been dying to hear it. Oh, the, pro- yes, I do have it. Yeah, was that this week? It was, nah, within the it was last, last, last week. week. Yeah, I do have it right week. here. I got your proud father right here, actually. Here it is. Proud father, Mike. Have enough to charge your son, Hunter. The prosecutors think they could, they have enough to charge your son, Hunter, for tax crimes and a false statement about a gun purchase. Um, personally and politically, um, how do you react to that? Well, first of all, I, I'm, I'm proud of my son. This is a kid who got, uh, not a kid, he's a grown man. He got uh, hooked on, uh, uh, like many families have had happen, hooked on drugs. Uh, he's overcome that. He's established a new life. He is, um, uh, I'm confident that he is, what he says and does are consistent with what happens. Um, and, uh, 
For example, he wrote a book about his problems and was straightforward. <laughs> if I snorted it, I believe this was. <laughs> he came along and said, by the way, this thing about a gun, I didn't know anything about it. But Did I smoke it turns that? out that when he made an application to purchase a, a gun, what happened was he said, I guess, you get, asked, I mean, guess <laughs> you get asked the question, are you on drugs, you use drugs? He said no. And he wrote about saying no in right. his book. So I, I, I've, I've got confidence in my son. I love him. And uh, he's on a straight and narrow, and he has been for a couple of years now. And I'm just so proud of him. You know he hasn't paid taxes in like a decade. <laughs> That's what the question was. I believe the straight and narrow path includes taxes. <laughs> There's also this question about that illegal gun, uh, gun next to his dong that he was carrying around and all that footage that was going around the internet. Joe, I don't know if you know about that. I love how he's like, you know, he had the problem, that, which many families face. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. I, you know what? I remember when my brother was fucking my other brother's widow <laughs> and then cheating on her with her sister. That's and right. then during that weird threesome, he slept with a stripper and impregnated her. <laughs> I, you know what? Frank, you don't remember our brother doing that? I. It was a, right around the time of his... Uh, like six year crack cocaine bender, I believe that he went on. Uh, it's towards the end, I would say, you he's know. Banging all those hookers from China and <laughs> Russia. Right? Yeah. That's when he got us that huge oil deal out of Burisma, though, I believe, yeah. right? <laughs> Don't you remember when Dad had us flying around the, the world picking up bags of cash? Oh, man. Staying in hotel rooms with international hookers. That's right. Yeah, man, man we were totally sm- normal. We were smoking crack and banging underage hookers. Those are the days, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. that's why I love doing the right show because uh, oh, those are gonna be great clips for us later on uh, down the road, Mike. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. <laughs> it's good clips. Good clips. Uh, dude, but he didn't even answer the question. He just talked about how great your son is, according to you. I'm more impressed that he gave like a 30 second straight like lucid answer. That was incredible. Uh, he was reading off the teleprompter. Come on. They gave him some They're good They're doing a Fetterman drugs. thing where the teleprompter's right behind the guy. Yeah, no, they must have given him. I think they gave him whatever they, uh, you know, gave Hunter or something. I don't know. They, he was on something right there. You know? Crack? Crack. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. A little bit of coke and meth? You know, the combo. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the beef with the sausage, you know? But, uh. <sighs> Can't go wrong. Except the opposite effect. <laughs> you eat that beef and the sausage, you're going to sleep. That's right. Even I start to talk like Joe Biden after that beef and sausage combo. <laughs> Hear this, uh, Joe Biden. Oh, that was it for Joe Biden. No, no, that's all I got there. But I want to tell you, there is somebody out there who maybe has potentially had a few too many combos in their day, and uh, <laughs> they're debating and fighting for their place to finally rightfully claim that they have been voted for. Uh, I don't know if anyone out there has been following the Georgia gubernatorial elections. Mike, you know, I'm invested. Uh. It's not a real election, dude. This is just a guy waiting to take the office. <laughs> dude. I mean, just keep the office. Mike, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy language, and I also enjoy people's voices and accents. And when I listen to this man, dude, the... <clears throat> Just the voices of these people. There, uh, one is just like very enraged, and the other one kind of seems like uh, they want to get back to kind of like talking about issues in a weird way. And I feel like we've been seeing this trend in all the government. We, uh, this isn't what we did uh, Illinois, and then we did Pennsylvania. Right. We followed all these. There seems to be a trend going on with the attitudes of both parties. It's pretty fascinating. One seems to just want to get back to basics. The other one wants to. Uh, Accused everybody else of being racist, and uh, yes, sec- yes, yeah, it's it's really bizarre, but that seems to be just the whole 
just what they want to do or sexist when it comes to abortion it's abortion and race. every every thing. debate one guy is literally just kind of cool calm collected yes. sitting there and then the other ones just kind of seems crazy and accusing wildly the other candidate and it's just yes again we've been f- midterms are here man you guys have a bad look going on there like i this is a really strange deranged image that you guys are really pushing this dark biden or you know the darkness and this anger and this rage i don't think and, it's a good you, look. Know, you, you know what's really funny is you guys will not be able to claim these elections are stolen no no by no you means. can't now <laughs> after this whole campaign absolutely and if correct me if i'm wrong but i believe in this georgia gubernatorial race uh stacy abrams has not been faring very well in the polls throughout the entirety of it so Oh, no, she's going to lose, absolutely. Yeah, we did a whole thing on it recently, about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, where she was asked on CNN if she loses this time, if she'll concede. Because, <laughs> you know, she kind of didn't concede the last time. <laughs> yeah, four years ago. She just lost a lawsuit about it. She, yeah, she's not going to concede. Well, it's interesting where this is going, but I... I what, like, how do you look in a mirror and think that people want to vote for you? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, no, I, dude, there's some other sinister shit going on here, in my opinion. They're really... Again, you know, Trump is about to be arrested, apparently, and they want to arrest and sentence Steve Bannon to six months in prison, I guess, yeah, over Jan 6. charge him $250,000. And Jan 6 is the great lie, according to them, right, that the election yeah. was stolen. You apparently can't even mention that an election was stolen yet there are hours of footage of all these democrats claiming of claiming all these other elections are stolen including 2016 uh i don't know i I, you know what i will give stacy abrams in the way that it was stolen from her how's that had that been run in 2020 she would have won good call great call she picked and the wrong that year. I will give it to her because that was like the peak of the BLM movement, and she, you know, but it's not how it works. You lost in 2018. You probably could have won 2020, but there was no election, and then now it's kind of it's over. You know? Oh Four man, four years yeah. is a long time. Also, in 2020, you had all those uh, 2,000 mules going around. You would have had a little help there. You know, uh, now they're being sued. Where's Dinesh? Yeah, they He's are being sued. That's <laughs> who Dinesh is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, like by the state of Arizona or something. Uh, he has gone a little quiet. I'm not going. <laughs> uh, he went a little too far with those accusations, buddy. <laughs> Maybe 2,000 mules wasn't a great title. I don't know. I don't, you know, when you make accusations like that, you do got to back them up. Yeah, you that's know? right. Or you get kicked off of YouTube, like the Dude Man podcast. So that's how we do it. Oh, yeah. That's how we do it over here. Uh, You're not making a feature length movie about it, you know? <laughs> Here's the Georgia debates, Mike. You're going to love it. The midterm elections exactly three weeks away, and the stakes are especially high in Georgia, where there was a debate showdown last night in the governor's race, a bitter rematch getting national attention. Rachel Scott is on the scene in Atlanta. Good morning, Rachel. George, good morning. And this was a heated rematch four years in the making. Republican Governor Brian Kemp taking the debate stage against his Democratic challenger, Stacey Abrams, pitching two radically different visions for the future of Georgia. Georgia Republican Governor Brian Kemp facing off against the Democrat he barely beat four years ago, Stacey Abrams. Miss Abrams is going to lie about my record because she doesn't want to talk about her own. The most dangerous thing facing Georgia is four more years of Brian Kemp. Kemp defended his record, pointing to his decision to reopen schools and businesses during the pandemic, repeatedly tying Abrams to President Joe Biden. She supports these policies. They raise taxes on hardworking Americans and yeah, Georgians the when they I'm promised they would you, the not. And then man. there was this moment, a contentious clash over crime and gun policy, including a bill Kemp signed into law that allows Georgia residents to carry a handgun without a license. There's a federal background check on every individual that buys a firearm in the United States of America. Which shouldn't exist true. either. So, that is not true, well, Mr. The, the point, Mr. I, Mr. I Kemp, that's not true. I understand the, the point you're making, but the point is 
when you buy a firearm, you get a background check. Mr. And Kemp, none, of, right. none of the laws More changed. On Mr. Who, Kemp, if you purchase a weapon in Georgia through a gun sale or a private sale, well, through a gun Abrams, show I, or a private sale, you're not right, subject we're, to that. We're going to have to move on. You tonight. Abrams been apologizing. This is a very important topic to me, and I apologize for my outburst. The debate taking place as early voting gets underway in Georgia, a state that could also decide which party controls the Senate. The stakes here are just so high, so let's talk about where things stand. Our five, our friends at 538 say that Democrats are more favored to hang on to the Senate. But if Republicans win the Senate race right here in Georgia, their odds of flipping the Senate go up to 64 percent. And if they win that Ohio Senate race as well, it goes up to 73 percent. With margins this close, every single race matters, Michael. <laughs> That's right, Michael. Uh, yeah, Stacey Abrams says no chance. No chance don't you and they have no chance of holding the fucking senate i don't care what they say no it's even, <laughs> even anderson cooper that just an hour ago was fucking on there crying well there's a lot of really bad information coming out literally today even just that nobody wants to vote for you guys because of the fucking mandates yeah the mandates and the economy that's all it is I, the mandates ruined the economy you're yeah. the lockdowns and the mandates, and they go hand in hand. And you know whose name is behind both of those? Democrats, man. Yeah, I don't care what you guys try to say. It was all you. And it's not only that, it's, it's a, quiet. You know why Brian <laughs> Kemp's going to win? Because they're looking around at the Democrat states like, thank God we didn't have Stacey Abrams here. We could have yes. been California. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. We could be Illinois, who's still in an emergency? What? That's crazy. Crazy. Uh, that's just <laughs> madness, man. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, I said it back in the day. The reason Polis over here jumped from the COVID ship earlier than most is because he had an election coming up. Yeah, he knew it was going to hurt him. <laughs> he knew damn well it was hurting him. Yeah, he didn't have enough sheep in that state. No, and he probably saved his ass by doing it, honestly. That's he's going to win? You know, Mike, I really don't believe any of the polls anywhere. Yeah. And it's yeah, funny I mean, because yeah. here in Colorado, they're very convinced that a lot of the congressional seats are going to go hard red. But meanwhile, definitely not the governorship or the Senate seat. Those definitely are going to stay blue. Well, why is that? Why the split? Because the cities. The cities, exactly. So. Yeah. They think the city. Ah, uh, yeah. If the cities go. I, I think they're underestimating how many people left the cities, and those people were your fucking right wing. And uh, I think people forgot maybe that the suburbs have changed their opinion a little bit here. Yeah, drastically. That's why they keep honing in on this like abortion topic and race topic. They think that's or that is their last thing. In reality, man, you fucked everyone with your lockdowns and your mandates. Yeah. On one level or another, every human being got totally fucked by your mandates. And no matter what, I'm just and this is just me. I associate Democrats with the mandates forever. Yeah, that's it. The passports. The Vax passports. The show me oh. your papers. Man, we were so we were a hair away yeah. from that world and how scary was that time. In, literally in Chicago I could come unclog your toilet at a restaurant, but I couldn't eat there because I wasn't vaccinated. Man. I could go in and unclog the toilet. Scariest part was how quickly Ooh. a vast majority or let's say <laughs> majority of that half of the population was willing to treat us like second-class citizens. They did, dude. All those pictures of, like, the Obama's party where all the fucking servants are wearing masks. Pretty unbelievable. They're still doing it today. Dude, just today, you know what was released yesterday? <laughs> fucking Pritzker announced yesterday. <clears throat> now, finally, in Illinois, medical facilities don't have to wear a mask. Oh, thank you, King Pritzker. May I have another, <laughs> sir? Gee, Pritzker, does this have something to do with your election in three weeks? Fucking loser. 
You're up for election in three weeks, and now it's okay to take the masks off in these hospitals and everything? You fucking... Uh, you know, the losers out there are the ones who go and vote for these fat pieces of shit to come yes. right back in and install the same fucking laws and restrictions on their freedoms once again. Yes. Fool me, me once, s- Mike. Come on, uh, man. Uh, it's making me absolutely sick because nobody even knows who's running against Lori Lightfoot. Everybody you talk to, they mention like Ray Lopez or Willie Wilson. Those are all the Democrats she beat in the primary. Nobody even knows the Republican that's running. Oh, because blue no matter who, dude. No matter who. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's really working out for everyone, isn't it? Everybody just knows Lori Lightfoot's going to win. Fascinating stuff. Oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, Keep it up. Keep going. You know know what I don't hear from everybody? Oh, I'm moving to Chicago. Haven't heard. <laughs> it's definitely not something. I, <laughs> it's not the talk around. It's not what all the young kids are doing. Really? Going to Chicago. You're right. You know, I don't see a lot of U-Hauls coming into town. <laughs> That's right. You see them hightailing their asses out of there. Get the fuck out. Yeah. All I see is the exhaust. <laughs> That's right, dude. Except for the occasional one that gets hijacked on the fucking Dan Ryan Expressway. Yeah, yeah, that's all it takes. That's right. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's the same everywhere else in these major cities. I guarantee you. You see those fucking videos of Philadelphia coming out and everything? Like, man, that is terrible. What are you um, talking about? Essentially, I maybe just I'm like not... the, the 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 rows of drug addicts and homeless oh, people. Oh yeah. Oh, Mike, come on down to Denver. I'll take you down a couple streets I know very well. There are your rows. <laughs> And they have their encampments. They were voting today, I believe, on some sidewalk ordinances. Very soon, they're going to make it illegal for people to encamp on the sidewalks. And it started in California, I believe, last week, maybe. I don't know if you caught on to any of this, but uh, the American Disabilities Association uh, was suing, I think, San Francisco or one of the cities out there. Uh, for them allowing homeless to encamp on the sidewalks because it's, um, you know, stopping ableist? them from... Well, yes. It's ableist? It's ableist. Well, the ableist. homeless, the, the handicapped and the disabled are unable to, you know, travel on these sidewalks with their wheelchairs because uh, all these homeless have encamped. In oh, wow. And so yeah. essentially legally allowing the homeless to encamp on the sidewalks is an obstruction to people who are unable to, you know, walk. Sounds to me like you guys put in a lot of policies that backfired and you really hate to admit it. Yeah. (laughs) Backhanded way to get rid of them. Yeah, man. Fucking fools, dude. Yes, sir. It feels like you guys came up with some really bad policies. Very bad policies. You ran your city into the ground. It's pretty wild. It's happened here in Denver. I don't. Every city. I don't think Denver. Democrats. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's. uh, I have we had a modern major city in the like last twenty years or so, like be run by a Republican. I guess New York. We talked about was when it was under Giuliani. Giuliani in two thousand one. You know, I think it's just like with the White House and Congress. You need a split. You need the House to the White House to be under Democrats and Congress under Republican. You know. Oh yeah. And then you force, and then that's when you really, you know, the country stays. I don't know. I'm concerned for Colorado, and this goes out to all my Coloradoans out there. I'm I uh, I feel for all of you. We. If we descend further into the blue, uh, it's bad news for all of us out here. <laughs> it's not going to be good. It's time to to get out. Um, I really do believe because, man, you know we're we're entering the you know we're gonna ent- we're gonna go into the not picking up your trash territory and you know the encampments are everywhere now and there's nothing we can do and oh yeah. Your catalytic converter is stolen. Sorry, buddy. Good luck with that. Nothing we can do. <laughs> so we're, we're slippery slope. 
I, and I'm telling you, I've, I've been hearing the catalytic converter stories a lot more down in the Denver areas, and that has me really nervous. I feel like when you're hearing that, that the area, the city's really descending into a low mark. Yeah. You can't park your car. You can't park your car in Denver right I, mean, now. I can't even park my car down here. That's crazy. <laughs> That's literally that's what's going on.